Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Friday, March 20th, 2020. A lot to get to today. A lot has happened since I last recorded. We'll get into the latest with the coronavirus. Um, A big-name pitcher in baseball is getting Tommy John surgery. Running backs find new destinations, new homes. And what's to come on American Idol on Sunday night? All right, we'll start with the coronavirus. Um, Last night and this morning, some big states have a declared state of emergency, such as California last night and then this morning, New York and Pennsylvania this should come to no surprise as all those states have had a lot of um, positive tests and they're both big states as well. So I think New Jersey is probably next. I think Connecticut could follow suit in terms of the tri-state area. I'm sure Washington State, maybe even Oregon will follow suit as well. And I wouldn't be shocked if some other states followed suit of this as well. And hopefully this is not for that much long. And like I said, like this will eventually pass, but unfortunately it will be worse before it gets better. So um, big news in terms of coronavirus, New York, Pennsylvania, California, all under state of, of emergency. I think New Jersey's next. Connecticut can follow as well. Um, New Jersey, by the way, has testing centers. Bergen County Community College, and they're opening one up in Homedale at the PNC Arts Center. And there's a lot of them around the state of New York. I believe there's one in New Rochelle. And I believe that New York will open some, and so will Pennsylvania and potentially Connecticut as well. Um, more coronavirus news. Um, Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints was tested positive. And hopefully he gets well soon. He posted a picture on Facebook, or I'm sorry, on Twitter, of him and his dog saying he was doing fine and to suggest everybody to stay home and be safe. And then within the NBA, um, three staffers, of the Philadelphia 76ers organization were tested positive as well as a member of the Denver Nuggets organization. Two players on the Lakers were tested positive. Names were not unveiled yet. And then a player on the Boston Celtics was tested positive, and it turned out to be Marcus Smart, who sent out a video on Twitter suggesting everybody to be safe. He said he was doing fine, and... He said to make sure everybody stays home and be safe and um, all that. So um, Sean Payton, Marcus Smart, two players on the Lakers and a couple um, members of the Sixers and a member of the Denver Nuggets. If there's more coronavirus cases within sports and pop culture, I'll give them to you on the podcast on Monday because I'm going to do a two-day break from the show because... It is the weekend. Alrighty. Chris Sale of the Boston Red Sox is getting Tommy John surgery. This should have been done a month ago, two months ago, but no. Um, it's just weird how these teams do it and um, try to avoid it, and then he felt more pain, and then uh, he decides to go under the knife. 
This is a big blow to the Boston Red Sox. I think this is a nail in the coffin for them. They could not afford an injury like this, especially after the trading of Mookie Betts. And now their top starter is Eduardo Rodriguez. What a nice year last year. I think he has a chance to be an all-star this year if the season still happens, if they still plan on doing an all-star game. So he's a nice pitcher, but he's nowhere on an ace level. And Chris Sale has actually shown signs of decline over the last couple of years, especially since he joined the Red Sox. So he is probably not even going to be the same pitcher he was in his prime. So um, we'll see how this works out. And like I said, this is a gigantic blow for the Red Sox. And heck, they'll probably be battling with the Blue Jays for third place in that division. I thought that they were the easy third place team, and now this is official. I don't know. It's not a guarantee that they finish in the top three in the American League East with this injury now. Because he was that important to them. And I think he was their most important player coming into this season by a landslide. So, And that obviously takes them out, in my opinion, of the division race. So it's only between the Yankees and Tampa Bay for the American League East title. Now I'm going to talk about a couple running back situations in the NFL. The Rams released Todd Gurley yesterday afternoon which came to a surprise to some folks because he was obviously in trade rumors. But the issue is that nobody wanted that contract. So he gets cut, and he's still getting paid the guaranteed money by the Rams. And the Rams have his dead cap hit. And then he goes and signs with the Atlanta Falcons. And now the Falcons have a nice offense. So Gurley replaces Devontae Freeman. You have Julio Jones. You have um, the kid from Alabama. I'm blanking on his name. Ridley, obviously Matt Ryan's still there. Matt Ryan has shown signs of decline over the past few years, ever since that Super Bowl collapse. But he's not washed, or at least not yet. And then they went out and signed um, or traded for Hayden Hurst to replace Austin Hooper. So the Falcons did a nice makeover of their offense, so now they're competent on that end. They just need some help on the line, and they need some help in the secondary after they cut uh, Trufant, and they need some linebacking help, and then they signed Dante Fowler. So the Falcons here have had a very nice offseason, I think have solidified themselves as the number three team in the NFC South, barring some injuries. Because obviously, who knows, the Panthers might cut Cam Newton. They might not even get anything for him because nobody wants that contract. They're trying to trade him, and nobody wants to give up much for him and I know the Panthers are probably looking for like a second or third round pick for him and nobody's willing to give that up for a guy that's been injury prone the last couple of years so that could be another big name player on the market so take away him Teddy Bridgewater's a nice quarterback but he's not that good so I think they're easily the last place team barring some injuries on the Atlanta Falcons so um the Falcons having a nice offseason thus far and then Melvin Gordon, the free agent running back formerly of the Chargers, signs with the Denver Broncos. Two years, $16 million. This was the most surprising signing of the offseason, in my opinion. This and Robert Quinn to Chicago. This one was not all that inspiring to me. They already have two nice running backs in Philip Lindsay and Devin Booker. Or, um, what, what the heck? Uh, Devontae Freeman. 
Booker was another running back on their roster. I think he might have been a free agent, the kid from uh, Utah. And then they have Devontae Freeman and Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon. So they have, they have three running backs. So I wonder if um, they'll trade one of them. Maybe they trade Devontae Freeman. I don't know if they'll trade Philip Lindsay. But who knows, maybe one of those two running backs become available and then Melvin Gordon and whatever one they keep of the two become their um, two backs. And then they have a nice offensive line that they improved. Um, I think the Denver Broncos have had an excellent offseason. They're going to be a popular playoff pick for next year, in my opinion. And Drew Locke will be a very popular breakout quarterback pick as well. So the two um, running backs, uh, Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon, those team teams that they sign with, respectively, are having very good off-seasons in the Broncos and the Falcons, respectively. Um, Tom Brady made his signing with the Bucks official today, finally. Uh, two years, $50 million, so he takes less. So free agents of other positions can come join Brady and go ring hunting. So that's finally official. It just took a couple of days for it to happen and here we are and this is big for the Bucks. I've been saying it um I think that they have a legit shot not just to win their division but to represent the conference in the Super Bowl with a couple more moves um so that's finally done I mentioned that the Panthers may release Cam Newton and any other NFL news that happens over the weekend I'll discuss on Monday's podcast now I'll talk about American Idol for a couple minutes here. Um, they're still airing shows on Sunday and Monday nights, respectively. On Saturday night, by the way, they are um, re-airing the Hollywood episode from Monday, that first um, Hollywood show. So that's pretty neat, from 9 to 11. So... Um, we get to a recap, um, get ready for Sunday's show. It was the genre challenge where the contestants performed a song in their selected genre. And then on Sunday night, the episode will be themed of duets where the contestants partner up for duos on the stage. And um, apparently there's a pair that struggles to agree on a song, so I'm interested to see who that pair is. So, American Idol to look forward to on Sunday night, and then Monday night there's another um, episode that will preview its solos on Monday night. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about um, what happened on Sunday night's episode on Monday's podcast. Now I'm going to do my top 10 songs of 2019. I forgot to include that in the intro. So um, before I do my top 10, I have a couple honorable mentions that I like to mention to you guys. Circles by Post Malone. That is a really good song. Um, they Post Malone really uh, had a good... Um, run here in circles obviously was the uh, biggest song it 
did very well on the charts all over the world. So there's so many good songs from the year, and um, that unfortunately had to be an honorable mention. Another honorable mention is Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. Another solid song. Taylor Swift had a nice year this year, or this past year, and um, Cruel Summer, I don't think, was even the best song on that album. Um, Senorita by Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes, a good song that they performed at, I believe it was the Grammys. And I believe they actually did it at the American Music Awards as well. So um, that's another honorable mention. Another one is The Greatest by Lana Del Rey. That's another good song that didn't make the cut. And then Truth Hurts by Lizzo is sort of an honorable mention. It came out on the radio in 2019. But this song's really from 2017, so that's why it didn't make the list. So the official list, the top 10 songs of 2000. 19. In 10th place. Seven Rings. Ariana Grande. A very uh, catchy song. Um, I think this was the best song on her album, Thank You, Next. Um, it has that... Um, Kind of remake of my favorite things from A Sound of Music. So that is kind of what makes the song kind of catchy. Um, it's a obviously a hip-hop kind of song. Um, it came out January 18th of 2019. In ninth place, Lover, Taylor Swift. Another really good song that's on her album, Lover. Um, a little bit of a country pop song. Um, released August 16th of 2019. She performed this at a couple shows as well. In 8th place. Bury a Friend, Billie Eilish. Another really good song, a rising star in the music industry here. Um, the song, obviously, on the album, "Where We All Fall Asleep, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Um, there's a lot of great songs on this album, but Bury a Friend came out January 30th of last year, an electronica pop song. Very, like, a darkish kind of song, just like, the kind of um, personality that Billie Eilish has when she um, does her music, and in particular, this album. In seventh place, God's Country, Blake Shelton. Yes, a country song. All different genres are on this. This is a very good song. Um... Obviously, Blake Shelton is somebody that um, really um, is one of the better country singers out there. This song was released March 29th of 2019. In sixth place, Only Human, Jonas Brothers. A very, very good song. This is their, uh, obviously, their comeback album. 
with a lot of good songs on it. Only Human was released July 2nd of 2019, a reggae pop kind of song. And obviously the three of them, Kevin, Nick, and Joe, back at it, touring and having the same type of success and even more success, arguably, than they did a decade ago. In fifth place, I Don't Care, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. A really, really good song. This song, obviously, on his latest album, Number 6 Calibration Project, that has a ton of songs on it. This was obviously the first single that came out May 10th of 2019. Um... A very, like, dancey, electro song. And Justin Bieber is a good fit with Ed Sheeran in terms of uh, partners. Fourth place. Bad Guy, Billie Eilish. Another great song from this album. I think this is the best song of the album. Released March 19th, or March 29th of 2019. A very dancey, electro-pop kind of song. And again, very dark and scary in a way. Just very fits Billie Eilish and this album. Third place. Sucker, Jonas Brothers. In my opinion, this is the best song on their new album, Happiness Begins. Um... This was the first single, March 1st of 2019. This song came out a very um, party-ish kind of song, pop. So, um, yeah, like I said, the best song of this album, in my opinion, and um, the song that I think had the most success on it. My top two. Second place. Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, and Billy Ray Cyrus. This is, I think, the one of the more popular songs. Um, there's a couple of um, versions of this song. Um, and this is the remix, not the actual song. The actual song came out December 3rd of 2018, but the remix came out... Um, April 5th of 2019, so, um, this is a very popular TikTok song, um, this has widely been, um, labeled country rap, which is kind of funny, but I consider it more of a rap than a country, and number one of the best songs of 2019 is... Beer Never Broke My Heart, Luke Combs. This song, I think, is really, really fun. May 8th of 2019, this song came out, country song. I don't think many people are expecting me to pick a country song for my top song of the year, but of the previous year, but here we are. I think this is a great song to just uh, jam to, and I think Luke Combs is one of the biggest stars in the world, not just in country music, but in... um music right now and this guy has a very bright future ahead of him and um obviously uh this is just the beginning for Luke Combs all right that's it for today Monday's show a lot of the coronavirus stuff 
more NFL free agency and any other sports or pop culture news, I'll have it for you. We're going to do the top artists of 2019 on the show on Monday. So that should be fun. Hope you guys have a great weekend, everyone.